but yeah, just the the faith that the that these two characters in these stories had, where they were just identified that Jesus was so powerful that he had done so many great things that if I can just connect with him, if I can get there with him, that you know I can feel that moment. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ryan. Join us on our journey. It's Wednesday morning. You know what that means. Where did that come from? Did you just like think that that would have sounded like a nice little intro? Actually, it came from uh, wrestling. This guy would always announce, it's Wednesday night. You know what that means. Oh, that would be... And I like how that sounded. So, <laughs> so adopted like, it for your own. Adopted it. I like it. So it's your little tagline now. It went from, hey, what's going on, guys, to now it's Wednesday morning. It's Wednesday we need morning. A, we could make merch off of that. Yeah. <laughs> Some t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> so we're uh, back at it another week. Yep. How was uh, Duck Wonderland? Duck Wonderland, as Logan calls it, uh, was fun. It was a nice experience. He enjoyed every part of uh, the park. Nice. Running around, no lines. So oh, yeah? that was, like, great. And... uh we all kind of just split um, going on rides except for Jess. And uh, we saw some shows, and it was it was nice. Except for the one show he didn't like. He just stood there with a dead face like... I saw that video. Yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> and Everyone's... they're singing their hearts out, and he's just like... And there's like a whole group of people on the front dancing, yeah. and he's just sitting there stone cold. He looked so tired. He's just like, I'm yeah. not he having left. this. He's like, that no good. <laughs> really? <laughs> After we walked away, he told us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I thought he was just like, I'm tired. He nope. literally, he was like, he was like, this stinks. <laughs> the the lady's wig was like show showing her real hair. So oh, he called it. It was out. just like a little cute thing under a tent where they're trying to get kids to like. Yeah. Yeah. But he was he not, was ha- not he, having he, it. He wants excellence. Exactly. <laughs> he expects nothing less of excellence. They uh, reminded me of the, like, the little shows, reminded me of like the Country Bears show at Disney. Mm. Yeah. That, uh, that I just send you that bear one, right? Yeah. The video of the bear. It kind of looked like the Country Bears. And he was Bears. Uh, dancing to it. Uh, like yeah. That. Exactly. Like that. <laughs> I loved how he was wearing his hat backwards the whole week. Oh, he has to he wear it backwards the... and to the side. Yeah. To the side. And it no was shoes. Like a... That's Logan. <laughs> That's Logan. That's great. It looked like he had so much fun. It had to be exhausting too. Talk yeah. about exhausting. Oh, that's like it a was run like around. a seven hour ride home. Yes, that's which crazy. Is a four hour. It's supposed to be like a three and a half hour ride, and the ride home was like ridiculous. What time did you guys leave? We left at like three. I want to say. Okay, so you were cutting into New York. Oh no, we left maybe one. Okay, yeah, yeah but either way, you're probably yeah, getting New into York's New York. Still worse. Like at that rush yeah. hour time. Long Island, getting onto Long Island. Store. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. You have to. You always have to time that. With Woodlock, we always think about that. At Ooh. least I do, because I'm like, I, I never want to have to sit in that traffic. It makes the ride two times longer just from sitting in yeah. the traffic. It's the worst. Uh, either Woodlock, you gotta leave. Um, you have to leave early morning, yep. or you leave uh, nighttime around like eight, seven. Yes, and then you're, you're golden. Yeah. Oh man, exactly. It can be such an easy ride. Anything that you leave Long Island for it can be yeah. an absolute pain if you don't time it right. Think about it. I mean, we literally live on an island. What what would happen if a natural disaster occurred and we all had to and evacuate all the, the island? Like, what would happen? The That's amount why of traffic you make that friends we deal with, with someone with the boat, <laughs> you just skedaddle out <laughs> that way. I know. I've heard so many conversations about bridges being made from Long Island to Connecticut. Mm. That would be interesting. Imagine that. I don't know how long that is. 
if they could actually make that possible. I'm sure they could. But if we had a, some sort of evacuation type of thing, uh, that would just be craziness. Yeah. Everyone trying to get Gotta out. go down these... with the island. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> we're going down with the ship. With the way people drive, you know, like, it, it's, it would never be good. <laughs> no. And they, they kind of had not a natural disaster. Like, apparently a tornado went through Ronkonkoma. Yes. Yeah. You're telling me crazy. about that. That's nuts. I didn't even know. Right, we were, like Ronkonkoma. Yeah, because we were playing volleyball on Thursday night, mm-hmm. and so we're on Cedar Beach, and that's like its own ecosystem. Like, it was cloudy, but no rain at all. But you could see in the distance thunder and lightning. So that must have been the tornado. Yeah. It was over you guys? Really? Yeah, I saw the pictures of hail. It was like as big as my hand. Wow. And that's so random, right? Because I didn't expect see anything where it was like hey wow i we were driving at that time and we saw like the dark clouds like going towards like like, it was just moving wow is that the first time ever that a tornado has touched down on long island i mean um actually a couple months ago one hit down in shirley and took out the chipotle uh sign (laughs) really yeah so what happened is this was there a lot of damage i mean Uh, a tree fell down on 7-eleven okay and um actually uh a uh sewer burst into flames somehow okay it's like christmas uh with the whatever the vacation you ever see that oh yeah christmas vacation and the (laughs) where he 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 plugs it yeah and it lights up (laughs) i Whenever I think of tornadoes, I just think of uh, Dorothy and something taking away the house. Jessica is petrified of tornadoes because probably at a young age, they showed her Twister. And I don't know if you've ever seen Twister. I've never seen it, but I know It's a great movie. I would see it. But so she saw it, I think she was like five maybe, and she was petrified. (laughs) And she threw all her toys in the basement and took the cold cuts and went downstairs. <laughs> Priorities. Give me she the cold was, cuts. <laughs> she was uh, always scared of uh, weather. weather. She still is, kind of. I mean, that is scary as a child when there's thunder yeah. and stuff outside. Like, I remember that, being younger and, like, coming downstairs with everyone. Mm. Like, all my little siblings and making sure we're, we're safe. I, yeah, I don't have a basement now, so I guess I gotta go. They say go in the bathtub really that's your solution if it's if you have nowhere to go it's bathtub yeah i guess because like uh less things can fall on you in there in the bathtub yeah i guess okay good to know know. i'll take (laughs) i'll remember that next time actually last year there was a tornado warning i remember it was like late at night because i remember ronnie and i were in the apartment and like you know how your phones go off now when they have like different weather like Mm -hmm. and it was that loud like the whole thing and they said tornado warning through king's park and our, we put on the news and we were just sitting there like, there's a tornado coming. Like, what are we supposed to <laughs> what do? do, we do? <laughs> like, we're, we're on the second floor, like in the apartment. It's like, well, there's nowhere for us to go. All right. So you got to watch Twister and then you'll know everything to do. <laughs> you need a nice strong belt and a pipe that goes deep down and you tie yourself to that. Okay. <laughs> and then you can go right through the tornado and not get sucked. In. <laughs> That's the plan. Okay. <laughs> Twister has given us the blueprints <laughs> on how to survive. Yeah, uh-huh. I I actually that is a sleeper movie of like how good it is. So in my opinion, Twister. Yeah, is this an old movie? Like like nineties. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've never seen Twister. It's one of those. I feel like I'm very sheltered. Not sheltered, maybe that's the word. But I just don't. I haven't watched a lot of movies. Like I feel like so many conversations, people mention a movie. I'm like, oh, I've never seen it. Like you've oh, never seen it? I've seen 
You've well, seen yeah, everything. I've have hun- thousands yeah. of DVDs. You basically have a wall that is yeah. all DVDs. Yep. <laughs> What's your all time? <clears throat> Which we don't even watch, and you know, because everything's streaming now. So oh, it's of like course. Kind of so like, you don't. Even, but that's hey, it's one day that would be worth a lot of money. You never know. What's a all time favorite movie if you had to pick? Um, I love the. Uh, Lord of the Rings series. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Uh, we watched the extended editions. Well, we haven't in a while because that used to be our tradition. Every New Year's uh, Day, we would watch all three extended. Uh, wow. All day. I didn't know. I didn't know you were that into uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, Jess loves it. She could She could quote it. She, oh, really? She's yeah. all into it? Did you ever read the books? Um, no, actually, I did not. Uh, I read The Hobbit though. You did read The Hobbit. I did not read, uh, um, the Lord of the Rings series. No. What's the um, the your view on The Hobbit, the movie that came out? Did you see that one? Yeah, that was that, good. That, that wasn't that great. Um, yeah, it wasn't that great, but it was it was still good. It it kind of brought back all the feels for the regular series yeah. of Lord of the Rings, and um, you got to see old characters that weren't there for a while okay and uh yeah it was, it was just too long they you know it's a little book and they made it three four movies oh so. my gosh yeah so it became a long one i've i've never watched lord of the rings i guess i'm really out of the norm here no you watched I... one right oh you left no. before it played when you came yes in the movies yeah yeah yes no, I, no, I mean when you came oh here that's here. right josh that's yeah, right yeah. yes that's true we never uh we did not last Elliot was like, I got to go to bed. Yeah, that did not work. <laughs> yeah, we still haven't watched Lord of the Rings. I know one day we'll, we'll be able to sit through. Maybe in New Year's we'll nope. get a... Uh... I got him, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Lord of the Rings is huge. I feel like they're, that's like one of those things that people are just like oh, so I, I wish into. I could go to New Zealand and uh, go to the Hobbit then. Check that's it all the, out. Uh, they got like... It's beautiful. It looks beautiful. Yeah. They got the Hobbit holes and everything and like the... Um, they got the green dragon, which is the bar that wow. they stop at. So that's pretty that's cool. Great. Are there a um? Are there like religious themes within Lord of the Rings, or no? Is this just one of those like, not really? Okay. 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 Sure. Okay. Of course. Because I was always curious with that, because I knew that he was Catholic, and like I thought that was really neat. But I yeah, if you think about it too, the fellowship, you can say disciples. <laughs> you sure. Know, get yeah. rid of the ring. Okay. Take down the evil. Yeah, I still have no like hearing you say all of that. I, I have no idea what that means. That's so bad. I feel like one of, that's one of those things. Is like maybe at this point in my life, I should be like, this is my quest to never watch Lord of the Rings. Just oh, go the yeah. complete opposite direction. <laughs> Do you know that nope. Jurassic Park has dinosaurs? Yes, I know okay. that. <laughs> I've still never seen Jurassic Park either, so oh there you gosh. go. <laughs> I'm telling you, I haven't watched movies. I've seen Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. Talk about someone that, like, people I love Lord of the Rings. Like, I love Harry Potter. I mean, we, we saw all those movies yeah, together. I love Obviously, read too. all those books. The books are the best. So that's, yeah, that's my, how uh, I proposed to Jess. Yes. I carved the... Uh, I bought... I, it wasn't my book. I bought... The fourth book, her favorite book from the thrift store. Which is probably the yeah. best one because you and, got one of the And more I carved spin. a square in it and I put the ring in the book. That's such a cool idea. I love how you did that. It was very personal. 
it took forever and i remember getting horrible carpal tunnel <laughs> <laughs> trying to cut it out yeah yeah this is a thick book yeah. oh my gosh yeah exactly uh that's such a neat idea yeah if uh unfortunately ronnie doesn't read so i never really had any book options to pick to propose <laughs> off of but uh yeah lord of the rings i'll have to give it a shot i think maybe one day we can do like a reaction to it after i finally watch the movies yeah that'd be a great little series <laughs> plug <it in. laughs> there you go um i saw this interesting thing uh oh yeah the uh it was what is the best dynamic uh duo in basketball all right here we go we're changing we're going from movies to sports yeah hot topics so the dynamic duo so yeah they had on the list they had Shaq and kobe okay jordan pippen they had nash uh stoudemire stoudemire i don't know why they're i guess they were good together yeah and phoenix or nash uh, and nowitzki yeah, but, he but was, they, they weren't together. That. They weren't, I guess, together that long. Uh, then they had uh, Durant and, um, uh, you would think Westbrook, but it was Durant and uh, Steph. Steph okay. Curry. They had them. Not I Steph was, and Clay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. No, they had uh, those two. And um, hmm. Shaq and Kobe, I don't know if I said that. Uh, they had Larry Bird, and I didn't know that other guy. Uh, I'm not too familiar with who Larry Bird's number two was. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm huge Michael Jordan. I'd always say Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen. I don't think there's a better one-two punch ever to ever play any. I sport. don't know. I think if they played each other, and I think Shaq and Kobe could take on Jordan. And uh, I mean, that's unpopular a good... opinion, probably, but I think Kobe. You know, Kobe's good sure. at defense. Yes, if there's anyone who would give them a shot, I think that that would be huge. Yeah, because. Not only like is Kobe close as close to be, and uh, in this era, whatever they're like, you know, they're not like LeBron where he's, they're gonna flop. They're they're tough, <laughs> they're you know. Tough. <laughs> hey, LeBron is tough too. Yeah, it was LeBron and Wade. Oh, okay, LeBron and Wade. Yeah, but well, I, I don't. I see Jordan destroying them. Yes, I, I yeah. think Jordan destroys anyone who ever walks in. Oh, and the, um. Uh, Parker uh, Duncan. I was gonna ask you if they yeah, were yeah, on yeah. there because that's a that's a very big time. Yeah, that's uh they they would give Kobe and Shaq a run for their money, but I think you think Kobe and Shaq are the guys. I think that if you put all those teams in a tournament, I think they win. Kobe and Shaq. Yeah, I do think Kobe and Shaq are probably one of the harder teams to beat because if you put right, Michael Jordan is the best, and yeah. everyone is is Michael Jordan and everyone but else, right? Think about it. Shaq and Kobe like worked together, like they were good together. Scotty and uh, um, Michael, they didn't, you know, you saw the documentary. What? They fought a lot. No, not he really. He sat out. Scotty Pippen was a baby. That was late. That was late after Jordan. I yeah. mean, it was towards like the back end there. No, I, I don't know. I don't think there was as much turmoil as like the documentary really. Like, obviously, they had to make some sort of. I don't even think they talk anymore. I don't know what their relationship is now. I mean, come on. They were. That whole offense, the way they flowed. See, that's another thing too, right? You look at that whole team and there was a difference of just kind of like, it was team basketball, but Scottie Pippen and Jordan were obviously the best on the floor for them. I, I don't know. It's just that one-two punch of Scottie Pippen and Jordan that it's hard to, but Shaq and Kobe from a, from a matchup standpoint, yes, yeah. I think they probably give them the hardest time because you got Kobe who is so close to Jordan and then you got a guy like Shaq who I don't think really in his prime, like, who can guard Shaq? Yeah. That guy, like, just how big he is, the yeah. size and stuff that he is. But and, I don't uh, know. 
you can check out um beyond the field on the kobe bryant that was yes we did a kobe bryant episode so he's a devout or was a devout Catholic. yes kobe bryant's story is one that is very like I, i really related to him a lot more because when he was a player i did not like kobe bryant at all i used to like we would always joke about that whenever someone like wouldn't pl- wouldn't pass when we would play basketball we'd be like you're kobe bryant you're, mm. you're so selfish like no one passed the ball but and then after the fact like towards the well, end of his career i started to I really know like who it. started the kobe you know like when you shoot kobe <laughs> who <laughs> yeah, started right. that where did that come from because everyone does that everyone does that i mean that's probably one of that's why his name will be known forever despite yeah. his basketball career hey, just the man kobe. won an oscar too Go bringing it back to movies. So that's what's so cool about Kobe Bryant's life. Like after his basketball career, that's when I started to get really into like what he was about, and he had this whole like media thing that he was ta- like starting and really like taking off. It was really interesting, and to hear and learn about his story and that he you know really like leaned on his Catholic faith to get him through some like difficult, tough times. Right, like he made some decisions that were that he had to like deal with. And that it was his faith that ultimately got him through that. I think that's so cool. I would, yeah, that that beyond the field episode, that's that was a neat episode to like get deep into just who he is as a person. Because honestly, when we were trying to like Kobe Bryant was one of those inspiration pieces for me to try and get something like this going because of his one his faith and also the the idea of what he saw with the media world and how that's something that's so popular that people can relate to now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Kobe Bryant is a. So if anyone can give Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen a run for their money, it would have been uh, Kobe and Shaq. Steph and uh, see, like it's funny because you can say one two, like just from a pure like NBA standpoint, and you got like Steph and Clay that I would say would get close to that conversation. Mm -hmm. But if you're saying two on two, like yes, Kobe Bryant and Shaq are matchup. Just how do you beat that? Yeah. So it all depends on how you look at it. Sports. We can talk about sports for hours. Yeah, probably could. <laughs> uh, so what do we got today? We didn't even uh, tease our episode yet, but before we do, we got some music to talk about, right? This week, the trend. Yeah, we actually uh, talked to James. Um, that is our trend, it seems, that we talk to James and find out some songs and listen, because he has a whole... I mean, you have it too, that... Ex- how do you say it? Exodus? Exodus. Exodus list, uh, which he... Um, you know built up over the yeah, years. yeah when we did exodus we both like created our own playlists just yeah. to because one of the pieces of exodus was basically only listen to music that was uplifting for the soul mm. so um we made it a point to to build up our music and um don't let james fool you his music came from me i, I fueled him <laughs> over there but uh no james gave you some good suggestion yeah what was it seven uh it was the, the seven places seven places. seven places yeah, that was a blast from the past. Seven Places was a band that like, we started listening to early on. We were trying to remember like, where it started. I believe it was one of those Easter basket gifts mm-hmm. that like, my mom put a CD in. And uh, I believe it was my Easter basket. Um, yeah, Seven Places. Go check them out. They were, uh, I still don't know how to describe them, but it was basically like a classic like, late 90s, early 2000s. It was like early 2000s, um, just like friend group band. And it was obviously religious and Christian music. And they just had some good music that was like easy for us to listen to as we were younger. And it was trendy and cool with the time. So yeah, Seven Places, uh, that, that's, a, that's a great band to bring back into the rotation. I might do that again. 
I actually came back to uh, an older, if you will, that I wouldn't even call them older because they're still with it. Um, I went back to Reliant K this week. I, I love Reliant K. Talking about like bands that we grew up with and music that we used to listen to, Reliant K was my favorite band of all time. Just always, they were always in my playlists. But Getting Into You is probably one of my all-time favorite songs, and that's, that's a Reliant K song. So I definitely, I was listening to that a lot this week. That was one of those just like, if you look at like my uh, Spotify on repeats <laughs> from like the beginning of time, Getting Into You is always on the top on of that list. Top. Yeah, I, I love that song. It's There's just, this one song that I like, but I, I can't remember the name. It's like Daddy Something is the name of the band. Um, Daddy Re- Yankee? No, not Daddy Yankee. <laughs> it's uh, Redeemed okay uh, i am redeemed it's a great song all right nice. uh, let me i'll look up who um we're gonna have to figure out how we can create like a playlist that we can uh share maybe we can just start our own playlist on spotify and then share it on like instagram or twitter and um make it even like interactive or whatnot so yeah leave your comments you know let us know oh who- it's called big daddy big daddy that's the name of the band okay and they are, uh, it's a cat, uh, like a Christian album. Yeah. Uh, they got some good songs. But uh, one day, actually, I was like really, it was a couple of years ago. I was like feeling down uh, after, um, you know, some stuff happened with uh, uh, miscarriages and stuff. And one of my coworkers uh, gave me that CD and that song, I Am Redeemed, hmm. like helped me feel better. Nice. I'm, hey, that's the power of music, man. That's why we bring it up each week. It's so it's so funny. We're talking about DVDs and CDs and yeah. things that just don't exist. Everything's anymore. all updated. <laughs> Everything's all streaming. Uploaded and streaming. Download it. Yeah, we used to go to Borders all the time. Borders. Uh, go, Borders. Go to the DVD section. You go to the CD section. I used to love like you would like kind of push them down to look at the next one, and they were mm. all alphabetized. Man, memories. We'll miss those days. That was like summer too. When you can get into the air-conditioned borders and yeah. walk around and pick out a book that you're gonna read for the summer, that was a good time. Yeah. Miss yeah. that. All right, so now we're now that we're old men and fathers, yep. let's talk let's... about our faith a little bit. So we actually had a. So this was your suggestion this week. This was a great, powerful story mm-hmm. that is in three gospels. And it remind like so what sticks out to me so much I'll get into it when once you say the name and everything yeah so the the story is basically it's a girl restored to life and the woman healed so Jairus I really hope I said that right we talked about it Jairus Jairus we said it before and I still... Jairus not Jarvis is this funny Jarvis how... is Tony Stark <laughs> <laughs> Jaja Binks. Not Jaja Hanks. <laughs> Jairus. Good old Jairus. So Jairus' daughter, who was, she was dead, and Jesus... She was pre- near death. And then by the time Jesus got there, she... Yep, yeah. so healed. And then the woman who touched Jesus' cloak mm-hmm. um, and got healed as well. So one of those, like again, well-known um, stories. So Which is funny. Uh, I wanted to bring that... He, after he heals her, he says, don't tell anyone. Yes. And... Uh, Obviously, we're talking about it now, so people told people. <laughs> the story yeah, is and out. He had, and he had John in there, too. Yes. He had uh, the th- three uh, disciples was John, Peter, and, and James. James. Yes. Yeah, I want to touch on that, too, because yeah. I think that's really neat, three of them. But, um, yeah, so he gets off the boat, a big crowd, and Jesus is, like, greeting them. And then uh, Jairus. Jairus runs <laughs> up to him. 
like my daughter's dying i need you and come with me and jesus is like okay and as he's walking this lady believed so much she reached out and just by touching his robes was healed and he turns around like who touched me (laughs) (laughs) and that like that part always stuck out to me because i remember like when the the priest or whoever was reading it at the time would always like you know like made it sound like jesus was annoyed (laughs) it was they would like read it with like who touched me (laughs) (laughs) how dare you (laughs) so it always like stuck out i always remember that like just by the touch Mm. and um uh the cool thing is too like as he gets to the house he just tells him to believe and like that's what that lady did she believed and like think about it like the crowd showing up just to see him like you know dock the boat come in yes just like amazing well that's what the part of just word traveling fast right because it was still the beginning of jesus's Mm -hmm. kind of ministry and a lot of the things that he was doing i mean he was doing so many miracles throughout that time and he kept saying like don't tell anyone right like it was a lot of that like let's but of course like they're spreading the word and the word spreading so fast and now that all these crowds are running to him and now this woman who realizes like i can't be healed she's dealing with hemorrhage right so internal bleeding i believe is really like uh i'm not a doctor but um so dealing with these sicknesses or disease that could not be healed like they they called that out where it was like she just nothing was working but she had this faith and said if i can just touch jesus like yeah that's, that's uh, how i know amazing like that's where he doesn't even have to like focus or know like that's also the power of prayer which we were touching on with uh josh was telling us yes beforehand. yes of course right so there are so many parts of this story that is there's so many layers to it i mean it's funny because you start with J- jairus and you know he's saying hey like my daughter needs help like come heal my daughter mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there's a woman touching who needs healing and it was just there are so many layers to it yeah but the constant theme like i noticed throughout and then, and then also the butler or whatever comes up like oh she passed don't bother she's, him she's anymore dead yeah, yeah that's not even like he didn't even, don't even waste yeah, my don't time. Waste jesus's time but isn't that funny like that shows you the opposite like that theme of just faith like these people that were reaching out to jesus had faith and they said they knew like if only you could come, you know, help me. If you were there, if I and, can touch and you. And like, like being a father, just like how, de- you know, not desperate, but just like you are desperate at that point, but you're just running and yeah. you're, you know, you'll do anything to help your child. Yeah, of course. Just, well, that's where it is. I mean, it's a little different right, when you think yeah, about yeah. it in that sense, for sure. Um, but yeah, just the the faith that the that these two characters in these stories had where they were just identified that Jesus was so powerful that he had done so many great things that if I can just connect with him, if I can get there with him, that, you know, I can feel that moment. And it made me think a little bit. I was like trying to go into like my kind of faith journey and be like, where has there been times where it's like I needed faith or it's like I heard of the stories of Jesus, right? Or I knew that Jesus was all healing and all powerful that it like kind of triggered me to go after him, you know? And like, Mm. sometimes that's something to like reflect on a little bit as well. And like, I feel like maybe that was more of like a post-college life where I realized like, you know, my life was 
I was so distant from where I like felt like I should have been in my faith. But then remembering like who Jesus is and like how he is so healing. And like, obviously, you know, I felt like I was living a way that wasn't what it was supposed to, you know, so I needed healing. And to think about like that reminder at that moment in my life, like to go to Jesus, to just touch his cloak, to be able to get that, you know, healing presence again. And then to, you know, have that just desire to be in Jesus, like, that's yeah. cool. And I think that that's something that can be like a relation for us to like remind ourselves, like, you yeah. know, when we need it, it's Jesus who can help I us. I definitely can re- um, relate with that. Like when we were going through trying to have the, our second child, uh, we had a bunch of miscarriages and it really like beat us down, beat me down. And sometimes you just like, you say things and it just feels like, you know, empty words like oh don't worry it's uh god's plan god's plan not that it you know you know what i mean by that it's just like it can be hard yeah sometimes really hard to just like grasp it Mm -hmm. and then when you start like really praying about it and like feeling that god is with you then like this happened then we're pregnant and having another kid and uh right after like a bad uh miscarriage which you know my wife is so strong to go through all that i couldn't and you're just there standing there trying to you know comfort them and it just and you're beating yourself up inside blaming yourself and it just it's hard and then just like showing reading this story of like the just the touch of the cloak is just like amazing how uh god is just you know all great. powerful yeah and and now when uh we finally go to heaven now we'll have like a bunch of kids up there it's like you're you're busy here and then you go up there you'll have uh uh we'll have like five more up there <laughs> it's <laughs> like ah you'll, talk, you'll start that basketball team up yeah there. the grandma's taking care of them right now there you go <laughs> it's neat to think about that in that way i think that that's very uplifting and you you i mean you touched on it man like it's so it can be so difficult when you're going through like those toughest yeah. moments, you know, yeah. the lowest of lows, but to, to have faith. And that's what, I mean, Jesus said it each time and he says it to Jairus. He says it to the woman, you know, he said, your faith, like your faith has saved you. Like your faith has made you well, you know, do not fear, only believe, you know, it's all about this faith. And it's, it's easy to say it sometimes it's like, Oh, don't, you know, don't worry. God's plan. Like have faith. And but, uh, Jesus tells, um, uh, I'm, now I'm saying Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> tells Jairus uh, to have faith. Like once he finds out the daughter passed, he's like, "No, she's just sleeping." Mm-hmm. You know, like, and they go to the house, and everyone's crying. There's a bunch of people, and Jesus says, "No, she's just cry- um, sleeping. Have uh, faith." And oh, uh, and then everyone laughs. They laugh, which is crazy because, like, isn't that a funny part? Like to like see and read. It goes. It's humbling because. Think about it. He comes off the boat to a group of people wanting just to touch him and just be by him and then goes there where he's going to perform a miracle and they laugh at him. And he doesn't even, you know, I was surprised like Peter didn't go after him all, you know, the way Peter was like from the stories. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but it shows you too, like the 
if you think about where they were at in time, like, you know, Jesus still hasn't revealed himself, mm -hmm. you know? So they're like, okay, who is this man? Like, maybe those people didn't really know who Jesus yeah. was. And you also, well, think about it. Like, he kept telling people not to say anything. He knew everyone was going to say something. Because, like, remember, um, we've talked about it many, many times, uh, where the episode in The Chosen, where they're ripping apart the roof to lower the guy down to get healed. Yes. Like, that's just, like, word of mouth, too. Like, he was just assembling his uh his um people, people his and disciples, yeah, yeah. his disciples and uh everyone was like new to the group and like that happened so yeah. but um all powerful man yeah that's the thing and that's what like is neat to see these people identifying and understanding like man there, there's something that is life-giving there's something that is healing in jesus and mm -hmm. the reminders for us like jesus is healing and that we need to have faith and it's 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 easy to say, let's have faith, you know, God's mm -hmm. plan. But Jesus reminds us, like, have faith. Your faith will save yeah, you. Yeah, that's one thing, though. You, It may feel empty, like, just people, like, oh, you feel like you're being brushed off. Like, oh, it's God's plan, you know, like that. But it, it truly is, and you just have to, like, put yourself in his hands and just pray and um, put, fully emerge yourself into um, the situation, and um, you'll come out on top. or you'll come out a better person. Of course. I mean, there's like, to, to pray and to turn towards scripture here, to mm -hmm. look at Jesus's words, because they will heal you and, and help you kind of feel that uplifting presence. I mean, yeah, to talk about moving stories. I mean, Josh and Claire, you guys have probably one of the most beautiful stories of just Jesus's touch and his healing mm -hmm. story. And Talitha Kum, I mean, what a beautiful, powerful line that, you know, Jesus comes to this 12 year old girl who they say is is dead right and he mm -hmm. says no she's sleeping like have faith like he's telling them no 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 like i'm here talitha kum girl um i want to say it correctly i couldn't find it like girl rise correct so that moment that moment connected again to something that we talked about a long time ago in one of these episodes um to think about john james and peter standing there in mm -hmm. that room right and how they're and he kicked everyone else out yes but they're there right and i mean if, of course like as they're going through it they have to be like this girl is dead like what are we doing you know and just sit there but at the same time maybe saying wait like jesus will do something right but to witness this to watch him say talitha kum and this girl arises and he restores her to life and he says feed her yeah he says get her some food but the piece that I was connecting it to is all the way at the end of the story when John and Peter walk into the empty tomb. And uh, Father Mike Schmitz brought this up because I love when there are connections throughout different things. And it's like to kind of put ourselves in that moment and to think about like what it was like as like John and Peter to like witness something like this mm -hmm. happen, to watch a girl rise from the dead and then to walk into that empty tomb. And in John's gospel, the line is like that tomb was empty and John says, like he saw and believed like he saw nothing but he believed he saw nothing and he believed there's because it was all of these stories and all of these things that they witnessed jesus do that it was that that moment at the end where it was belief of like jesus is back like jesus is risen from the dead like the mm -hmm. death and resurrection of jesus so it's just really powerful and for us to try our best to like think of it in different ways of saying like man how can i have that faith that these people had in these stories to 
to trust Jesus, to allow him to heal and to allow him to, you know, give life. And we also said too, like how they witnessed that, but then sometimes they like doubted like that he came back. Sure. That, you know, and they were there witnessing miracle Mm -hmm. after miracle. Yeah. And it just proves like the human, uh, the doubt that you take over before you, you know, of course. And that's, yeah, that is human, and that's a part of our story, and it's allowing uh, our faith to, to heal us, our faith in God and our faith in, in what Jesus can do for us that, that is really powerful. So, yeah, this is a, it's a full story, man. There's so many different pieces to mm-hmm. it. So many parts, too, where you can kind of like sit back and chuckle a little bit, like, why are they all laughing at Jesus? You know, you could look back, and then even when uh, the woman touches Jesus' cloak, yeah. you know, and he's like, who touched me? And the apostles are like, come on. Teacher, like there's there are a crowd, <laughs> everyone's touching you, you know, but it's uh it's that life giving, you know, thing that Jesus gives to us that we're looking for and hoping for each and every day. So but do not fear, only believe. Um yeah, so this is a great story. I I kinda when you said Jairus, I was like, wait, what story is Jairus? Mm. You know, but yeah, it's a it's a good one. It's a great uh connection to so many different things that we can do just relate to in life and yep so any closing thoughts any words to kind of um, finish up here this is in three different gospels too which is pretty cool um, it was neat to read all three of them again and just see like what who goes into it more and who kind of just touches on it in different yeah, ways yeah. you know um so yeah it's really great uh you got a birthday coming up right <laughs> i do have a birthday coming up getting closer and closer to uh 30 i know that's crazy <laughs> on the north side yeah it's really it, it is crazy to think how close you are to 30 now well here we are another birthday another year um so i believe actually we need to like just kind of a couple announcements right because we have we're gonna take a little break from just these posts um because we've got some vacations and some things yeah. coming up just life just, uh, so we'll have um one have, week off right yeah i believe one um you know we'll kind of play it by you know mm-hmm. each week but uh we'll uh, have some... music is coming out and uh yeah sure we'll post some shorts and you can rewatch some of our old stuff whatever you you know yeah well... if you miss us that much <laughs> yeah we'll make sure we get something out there each wednesday um because yeah. every we're gonna hear someone we're gonna have to record you say it's wednesday morning just to have it plug into all of it yeah, it's wednesday stuff. morning <laughs> watch some mustard seed <laughs> that's it there we go so um, any shout outs for you this week? Um, just shout out to all mothers. And I did this last week. Parents. Yeah. Right. Just like, some... It brings it to it of like how worried he was for um, his daughter, which where was the mother? <laughs> I guess staying with the, maybe uh, staying uh, with the daughter. Yeah. I would hope. <laughs> um, yeah. But just that love you have for your ch- your children is a little bit of what Jesus has for us. He is so much more love for all of us. Of course. I'm going to give a shout out to Mary, our mother. We touched on her last week a little bit. She's been on my heart recently. Mm, actually, um, yeah, me too. Been trying to, um, I've actually been really diving into the rosary lately. Um, it was something that, it was funny how it happened over time. Like, because Mary was... I felt like her calling a little bit and I was praying to her more and more. And uh, especially since Elliot's birth, just because of watching Ronnie be a mother and mm. 
just reminding me of just the mother's love. And Mary was always, uh, there was always a connection there going to Chaminade. And um, I started to just kind of slowly work my way back into just that relationship. And then really recently, um, actually shout out the Catholic Stuff podcast, because they did an episode on the rosary. And it just reminded me of the power of the rosary, because we see it pop up more and more, like, um, kind of like a little call from the church of like, pray, pray the rosary, pray the rosary. But to really like remember and be reminded of, you know, what the rosary is and why we pray the rosary. Um, yeah, check it out. We'll shout out the Catholic Stuff podcast. I forget the name of it, but it was just a recent episode um, talking about, you know, the root of the rosary and, you know, how it can be powerful. And I've went back into it and it, it can be so awesome how it really like guides your prayer because you're going through just Jesus's life through Mary's eyes. Um, and that's such a great thing, like to Jesus through Mary. So uh, shout out Mary, our mother. Yeah. And uh, I, before we uh, close, uh, last week we did um, the Good Samaritan yes. and uh, I was tested twice, right? So not that I would steal any of this stuff, but it's just funny how, so we go and we check out at Walmart and um, I get back and I'm like looking at the receipt because like something didn't feel right. I was like, well, what's something's missing? And they didn't uh, scan the diapers. And at first you're like, ooh, jackpot. Especially uh, diapers. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, oh, I got to do the right thing. Went in and we pay, uh, paid for it. And then I went to take money out of the ATM and someone left their card uh, in and their account was up. What? Yeah, it's like you could have just like hit fast cash. Thank God I came, exited it out, and I walked to the front. The bank was closed, and I just slid it through the door. Oh, wow. So. Wow. Yeah, I felt like after, um, it was literally like right after we did the episode that I was tested like that, like with the Good Samaritan. <laughs> <laughs> Little reminders. That's right. We're given each moment. That's funny. We're tested every day. We mm. don't even realize it. How do you respond? Yeah. So. That's great. Uh, hey, man, it's cool we're diving into all these things to help us kind of make those little choices throughout yeah. our weeks. Yeah. So good stuff. Well, all right. Appreciate you listening. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to the next time we'll be out here uh, recording. We'll give it a like, share, post it in the comments. Tell us some songs you like. Yep. Subscribe, too. Please hit that subscribe button. Yes. Share, uh, all the links are down below. Uh, Spotify, subscribe. Yeah, we got Locals, Patreon. Yeah. We're on Rumble as well. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. And yeah. uh, we'll see you guys soon. Peace.